Severed heads, chainsaws, demons, rednecks, and the Necronomicon. No, I'm not talking about my high school graduation. Evil Dead 2 Patreon commentary track on this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Hey y'all, it's episode 210 of Attack of the Killer Podcast. I'm your host, Insane Mike. I should breathe before I talk. (laughs) Now, usually here at Attack of the Killer Podcast, we pick a topic, we talk about horror movies within that topic, but this time we are doing a commentary track episode. Uh, This one is from one of our attackers, Roman Doppelfeld. Roman has been a loyal attacker now for some time and is a very special part of the attack of the killer podcast family so thanks roman for suggesting this for a commentary track episode this will be a fun one and if you also want to become an attacker and tell us what commentary to do just go to join the attackers.com well there's a little bit more you got to do once you're there that's not still, all you have to it do still sounds pretty easy it is it is pretty easy and there's so much more you can get than just commentary track episodes uh, by becoming an attacker. Like our good friend Roman, he gets lots of cool stuff. So again, go to jointheattackers.com. And now it's time to introduce you to the podcast crew. He's my Bruce Campbell to my Sam Raimi, mostly because I like to stand off camera and hit him with sticks. Jason Bollinger. Oh my gosh. Hi. Thanks everybody for tuning in. His wife calls it his boomstick, Andy. <laughs> hey, everybody. There's somebody in my fruit cellar. No, it's just Tad. Yep, I'm a big fan <laughs> of fruit. <laughs> you are a fruit. And we have a couple special guests. He is way too pretty to be that damn funny. And the other one is my all-time favorite cinematic pirate from the <laughs> Lunch Break podcast. You decide who's who. Joy and Landon, everybody. Yes, I'm still Uh, trying to figure out who's who. Me too. I know Joey's not pretty. Uh, (laughs) I'm a pet yet flattered. (laughs) Thanks for having us, guys. It's a treat. Yes, thanks for being on. And the Lunch Break podcast can be heard on our own podcast network called the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Home now of 22 shows and growing. So, guys, what is the Lunch Break all about? Uh, Joey, okay. <laughs> Joey, exactly. you start and I'll clean up. Okay, great. So our podcast is just a, it's, I don't know. It's kind of a, we, we talk movies, of course, we're on your guys' podcast network, but we, we do a lot of, uh, it's more comedy based. We do a lot of improv. We talk about our day it kind of started where we were working and we would have our lunch together. And we said, let's make a podcast people can listen to over lunch. So we talked about what we're eating. We talked about what was going on. We have characters come on. We do songs. This is the month of the song. We're doing songs every episode, hopefully. Uh, Landon, <laughs> go ahead and clean up. Uh, yeah, so all of that was absolutely wrong. Um, this is a, uh, a sociopolitical <laughs> commentary that uh, we we take down the, uh, the system from within, basically. Uh, if you've ever seen the Colbert Report, 
Uh, it's it's similar <laughs> to that where we are uh, just completely aping the uh, mm, yes, yes the hive mind that is now. Uh, Joey's right. We talk about snacks and movies and <laughs> and try to be funny as much as possible, and usually it almost works. Woo! <laughs> well, it's a really funny show, and I'm a big fan. And we couldn't think of a better a couple <laughs> better great guys to do a commentary track for Evil Dead Two with than you guys. Uh, you guys will definitely bring the funny. And if you want to hear more of the funny, you can listen to Lunch Break and so many other shows on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Just go to thepfpn.com. Yes. And now it's time to turn it over to Tad for his segment called What We Watched. All right. Well, I guess it's my segment, and um, this one's pretty self-explanatory. We go around and we talk about what we've watched since the last time we recorded. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Mike first. What did you watch? Oh, man. Me? Okay. Well, <laughs> this, this is definitely a little shorter than the last time. I didn't get as much done. But I did, Tad. You'll be proud of me. I did finally watch Boiled Angels. Yeah. What did you think? Of, oh, my God. I loved it, but it made me so angry. Yeah. And I am never, ever, ever going to Florida. Never. <laughs> I mean, for those who don't know, and Tad have already has already talked about it before on the show, but um, it's an awesome documentary done by Frank Hennenlauter. And I was I was pretty hmm. proud because I've seen a couple other Frank Hennenlauter's docs, and they feel a little disjointed, like the uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis doc and the... Uh, that's sexploitation doc. That one, that one really feels disjointed. I mean, it's all still great stuff and cool topics and, and a lot of great information, but just kind of all over the place a little bit. This one, it feels a lot more structured and it just comes off. It's just a really good doc, but it's about this guy who literally got arrested for drawing comics and uh, down there in Florida and was tried and found guilty for drawing comics and oh it just it just makes me so mad because uh you're a comic drawer yourself. I am. And just a fan of artistic expression in general and try to encourage that amongst every human being on the planet. Um I feel like this world would be a better place if we all um let out that artistic side of us. And <clears throat> just the prosecutor's arguments in trial just goes against everything from my soapbox. You know, they, they said that um, drawing these comics would lead him to be a serial killer. I'm like, really? That is, that is part of the prosecution. And then the other part that really pissed me off is them literally saying that the stuff he was drawing was not considered art. Who's to say that they, they have no, Oh my God. That shit's subjective, man. Exactly. Oh, so I highly recommend it. It is still free to to watch on um, Prime. Uh, it's such a good, it, it's a great doc and really inspiring too. I think I feel as a, as a comic artist myself. Boiled um, angels. I mean, that boiled angels. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my son and I we watched uh, Scoob, the new computer animated Scooby Doo movie. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I liked it a lot. I did too. You know what I liked about it? is that it really feels like this isn't so much just a Scooby-Doo movie as it is 
them trying to do a Marvel Cinematic Universe with Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, it's a superhero movie for sure. Well, I mean, obviously you got Scooby and the gang in there, and but you got Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt, but then Captain Caveman shows up in a scene, and uh, there are, for an old man like myself that grew up on the original Hanna-Barbera cartoons, there are so many Hanna-Barbera references throughout this thing. Stuff like uh, Hong Kong Fooey, Jabberjaw, um, even Johnny like Johnny Quest, um, the Flintstones, all that stuff. You're just like hidden things throughout the whole thing that just reference this. And then a really cool um, segment during the credits uh, that kind of expands the unit. So I really feel like this movie, taking the most popular characters of the Hanna-Barbera world, Scooby-Doo and the gang, and using them to start what I feel like they're probably going to try to start, I guess depending on how successful this ended up being, uh, a full-on theatrical Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe. And that that alone for me was just enough for the price of admission. So, um, Always was and a then, squirrel guy myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't. I don't think there was any references to Secret Squirrel. But there's there's like one scene where they're in an arcade at this carnival, and like every arcade machine, every poster on the wall is a reference to another um, cartoon. Oh, even the uh, main villain in the movie is um, Dick uh, Dick Dastardly from Wacky Racers. I thought that was awesome too. So um, yeah, so so many freaking references to Hanna Barbera and really growing and trying to. Exp- create a universe and I, you know, I dig all that. So anyway, um, I also, uh, rewatched, um, Piranha double D. I haven't watched in a really long time. Um, and it was interesting rewatching it. I forgot how short the movie is. The movie is only 83 minutes with probably the, one of the longest closing credit sequences I've ever seen in my life. Like they keep interjecting, um, bloopers during the credit, like they'll stop the credits, do a couple bloopers, go back to credits, cut to like just some other random thing that they shot and then go back to credit to feel like they drug out the credits 10 minutes at least for an 83 minute film. So, you know, no, they didn't have much movie here, but, uh, they still, you know, you still got some good piranha goodness. They really lean into the exploitation side of it. And, you know, it makes sense when you see the director was, uh, John Gulliger, you know, the director of feast, um, did this, but but also I've forgotten like how many people are in this movie. You got David Koechner was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Lloyd comes back. Uh, David Hasselhoff, which I think is the funniest part of the whole movie. I love the scene where he's running in slow motion and the Baywatch music is playing and he runs like five feet and stops and he starts tries to catch his breath and he's like, "Damn, I'm so old." Uh, Paul Shear and Ving Rhames comes back come back <laughs> reprising their roles. Um, and Ving Rhames has metal legs now, which is hilarious. Uh, Gary Busey and, uh, of course, Clue Gallagher, you know, he has to show up in his son's movie. Oh yeah. They're both in it. Um, but then like people that I recognize now that I didn't know back then, the first time I saw this, like Daniel Panabaker, who I know from the flash TV show, uh, Matt Bush, uh, who's a regular on the Goldbergs show that I watch a lot. Um, you got Katrina, uh, Bowden, who was from Tucker and Dale versus evil. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was fun and it's, it's dumb and ridiculous and stupid, you know, like, uh, 
uh, Katrina gets impregnated by one of the piranhas and some guy has sex with her and the piranha bites his dick off, you know? So, uh, it's, it's, that's, that's the kind of level of, of, uh, entertainment you're dealing with, with piranha double D. But so other than that, just the Joe Bob stuff. And I, um, I kind of want, I kind of want to talk about a few of these films, but, um, I want to hear what other people have to say about them. You know, just last week we saw exorcist three and deadbeat at dawn. Um, the week before was Troma's War, and I forgot what the other film was for the week before. One Cut of the Dead. Oh, that's right. One Cut of the Dead. But I really want to know everybody's <laughs> opinions on Deadbeat to Dawn and Troma's War. Yeah. Um, but that's what I watched. Yeah, I I will. I mean, we can talk about that now because uh, I watched both of them. I fell asleep right towards the end of um, Deadbeat at Dawn. Obviously, oh, no. obviously seen one kind of the dead, but uh, Troma's War didn't do much for me. I, while watching it, I just wanted them to get back to Lloyd and uh, Joe Bob talking. Like I didn't really that care was, about that watching interview the movie. was insane. <laughs> yeah, I got. I was like, do I have to watch the movie? Like every time the movie came on, I would get up to get a snack or go to the bathroom or whatever. Uh, <laughs> out of all the Troma stuff to pick, I'm not sure why they went with that. But um, and then I, I really liked. Uh, Deadbeat at Dawn. I just it was getting late cool. and I was falling asleep, so I'm going to go That's back fair. and finish it. But it was really good and uh, gr- some great insight. It, it's a pretty deep cut. And it's cool to I like when I haven't seen what he's showing. Uh, yeah, because yeah. that's why I loved him when I was growing up because he showed me movies I hadn't seen before. So I'm really stoked to know that you liked uh, Deadbeat at Dawn. I've been a fan of that movie back in the day when I got it as a bootleg uh, in the late '80s on VHS and was, and I've tried to follow, um, the director's career. Uh, he's kind of gone off the rails a bit here in his later days. There's a really cool documentary about him. I think it's on YouTube. Um, I can't remember. It, they, they riff on the name deadbeat at dawn, but I, I can't remember the actual title, but I've always been a big fan of this movie and I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, so getting to see it on with Joe Bob was, awesome just made me fall in love with the movie all over again you know i just you know i just love that do-it-yourself aesthetic um you know bad camera work bad well not the camera work wasn't bad but bad film stock um and uh terrible sound um but just like you know he put his heart and soul into that film and let's like like joe bob said those fight scenes just felt so real right and so brutal like that, um, that reminded me of like when I first watched James Gunn super because it, you're just so used to superhero movies with the fight scenes being, um, so unrealistic. And when you saw super and he's just hitting people over the head with pipes and <laughs> it was like, Oh shit, took you back. So sort of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's something as simple as like, you know, you would see in, in some other, maybe like more Hollywoody gang film when he gets knifed to the face and it would just, you know, be healed in the next scene. Like they, they show him an incredible pain throughout, throughout this movie with that slice to the face, you know, just things like that. Right. The guy getting his fingers blown off or whatever. Um, just all just feels so much more painful and real. Um, I have the DVD of this movie. I can't remember who put, out the DVD version. So it's awesome. Cause it's also got a couple of his short films on there. And, um, but it's, I love it. Cause it's literally 
I'm going to call it the worst director's commentary track in the history of <laughs> DVD commentary tracks. Because it's him and one of the other actors. And there are moments in the movie that obviously the other actor wasn't there for very long during the recording. They would loop over and over and over and over and over again, two or three lines that this other actor said throughout the commentary track, like wow. literally would just loop the, those lines that he, he had said, Damn. it's ridiculously bad. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Almost as sorry. bad as the one we're about to record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Jason, get it over with. What did you watch? Well, you might think, um, I, it was a long weekend, a long couple of weeks there. And I, I think my total was around 20 films, but, Jesus. but I am only going to talk about five horror films that I watched and I'll just work backwards from what we watched them. Um, uh, Tina and I watched, uh, villains from 2019. You, you guys see that? Yeah. It was on my list for last year for like best of. Yeah, it was really wasn't freaking. my top 10, but it was one I watched. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, from the trailers and then the kind of the description about, you know, just these couple of kids are on the run, they break into a house, and then they're kind of the ones that are not in charge anymore and uh, trying to get out of the situation. And it seemed like it was going to be darker, but uh, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, there was a lot more humor and it was um, more fun i guess i don't know it, it was it was pretty good and it also had micah monroe from it follows so yeah. it's nice to see her doing something um she was in it, independence day too excuse me oh that's i didn't like it i'm sorry yeah me neither uh, i, I, I didn't like it either i'm just saying she was <laughs> in it <laughs> that's good i'm glad she's working and got a paycheck for that one um, but yeah it's really fun fun pretty fun movie and it's on hulu um, then we also watched, uh, it's kind of, it's not really horror. It's kind of a, it's the TH word we don't talk about, but uh, this is from thriller. Ah. It's, a, it's a comedy thriller, I guess is what their description of it is. And it's called the oath and it's written and directed by a, a comedian actor, um, Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. Oh and he's, yeah. And he's, and he stars in it too. And Tiffany Haddish is his wife. John Cho's in it. Carrie Brownstein's in it from Portlandia and Slater Kenny. Slater Kenny, of course. And uh, it's yeah, it's just kind of he's just kind of like this high-strung news junkie, and and they're kind of doing a it's kind of like a tame-ish, similar thing to The Purge, where they're all having to kind of sign up for this to sign this oath that their president is, and so it's very politically driven, and it's kind of satirical about things and it's great and he's and it, he's really funny but at the same time this movie was intense as fuck just the way it played out and uh i just trying and, and it all happens over thanksgiving the week of thanksgiving and they got family coming and it's like when you and your family disagree with politics and how you make that work and so so it was very funny it was very intense but it was also bloody and kind of gory too so it it had a very yes it's i don't Sounds know if it's horror very thrilling yeah it was thrilling tad but i'll move on to a, a straight up fucking horror um 2019 also on hulu as the rest of these the lodge mm, uh it's on my list yeah I man need, I need oh to my see it. gosh um 
Yeah, it's I, I I sadly made it so that Mike probably won't watch it. I think I said something like slow burn. Thriller. It's a it's a slow burn. Um but yeah, this uh this family goes away to a remote winter cabin over the holidays and the the mom had just passed and the dad's bringing the new girlfriend and then suddenly the dad has to leave for work so these two children are are left there with this new girl and oh my gosh it's just uh, totally amazing and intense alicia silverstone's in it um these kids i don't i don't know how to just i don't know what they've been in but and then i'm told i should have looked up who these uh the directors what else they did i forgot it was already um the veronica franz and severin fiala they did something really awesome recently. I'm not going to type it. Look it up. Um, but it's, uh, yeah. But it came off. Yeah, it's a little it slow. Good night, mommy. That's what it was. Good night, mommy. Dang it. Yeah, good night, mommy. So it's it's a similar slow, burny, atmospheric winter. Uh, but it's it's freaky and it's sad and it's crazy and the way it plays out, it's awesome. And it's also a Hammer film production, which is. Oh, yeah, no one told me uh, uh, Alicia Silverstone was in it, so now it's jumped to the front of my list. See, that's yeah, I saw her in the trailer. Uh, actually, I'm like, oh wow. I've I've avoided the trailer even because I'm like, I've I, everybody's hyping it, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna watch it without watching you the trailer. Should. Yeah, just watch it. Just you know, if, yeah, just know that it's yeah, slow and good. It was really <laughs> great. I loved it. Um, then we also watched. Uh, gosh, they call it a drama oh, digging for fire um from 2015 i had no idea this movie existed uh it's one of uh, tina's gifts where she can just pick a movie and just go without thinking about it i don't know how she does it um it's basically this husband and wife they kind of stay at a like at a friend's place for a summer while they do some work and so it's not their residence and but then the guy kind of fucking around out in the yard and he accidentally digs up a bone and a rusty gun and then the guy or then the, so then the wife and the kid they leave for the weekend to go do something and he's left there and he throws a party with all his friends and it has everybody in it um jake johnson is the main guy um but brie larson's in it sam rockwell anna kendrick orlando bloom mike berbiglia is fucking hilarious in it sam yeah. elliott well, Joe, this Joe Swanberg, yeah, Joe Swanberg always gets uh, these big names in his little weird indie movies somehow. Ron I think, Livingston. I say, yeah, Jake Johnson wrote it too. Yep. And the and the secret just out of nowhere, which was amazing to see, Judith Light. I haven't seen her. Whoa, forever. That's awesome. So she's in a little scene too. Man, who's the boss? So, oh my god. So yeah, so it's an it's a fun little th word t- type of movie where, so when the boys are there and causing havoc, they decide to all get together and dig up the yard and see what's in it, and then hijinks ensue, and pretty good. Yeah, we played that one at the Capitol, like first run when it first came out. I had no idea about it. Pretty it was good. Pretty dang entertaining. They actually paid us to play it. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice thing. Uh, and then lastly, on Shudder, 
Don't forget to go to Shutter and use the code AOTKP. Get a free month of Shutter on us. Um, new on there, Blood Quantum. It's a is that that new zombie film they've been yeah pitching? That's awesome. Yep, and it's, but it's it's so cool though. Like, I mean, okay, so the trailer looks cool. So sure, it's a zombie movie, and it it is what zombie movies are. You know, there is no happy ending. Shit goes wrong. The people are usually worse than the zombies. You know, all your normal stuff. But the the two main things that set zombie movies apart nowadays, since there's so many of them, are one, the tw- kind of the twist, you know, like uh, the lore the of it. And what's cool with this uh, story is that this um, Red Crow Indian community are immune. So these Native Americans are immune to this disease. I'm like, oh, that's really cool that just this one small sect of people. So, the and, and that's, and that's what is cool. And I liked about the movie is that it's a native American yeah. based movie. It's just something you don't get a lot of. And the gore, and the, the gore in it is off the chain. Good. It's really good. good. Several times I had to yell at the TV like, Oh my God. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, the other thing that you just have to love about zombie movies is the outbreak, you know, watching the outbreak happen in real time and kind of get that feeling of ground zero and how it's spreading. And it had a really great intro. I mean, it really, the way it came into it and gave the hints of what's happening and with the fish. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just, it was just, it was not a traditional, it was just a nice new way to get the same old story to me, I guess. And. And and and, it, and I think it holds a lot of social commentary too, which is I'll leave it for y'all to. It's it's easy to see, but I recommend it too. Yeah, it was really great. And then it's not horror at all, but we finished off the last dance. Holy shit, it's so fucking good. Documentary yeah. series, Michael Jordan. Sorry, that's me. That's what I watched. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing. It wasn't uh, that excruciating, so I hope uh, not. I hope not. <laughs> I will go ahead and call out uh, Joey. What did you watch recently? Ooh, okay, let's go. All right, this is my big chance, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> me, 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 me. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of, you were talking about Troma's War. I recently watched. Uh, we kind of brought this up on our podcast, <clears throat> but uh, we, I, I finally watched the Toxic Avenger for the first time. I'd never awesome. seen that. Awesome. I didn't realize how um, insane. I thought it was more like. I, I kind of always thought it was more of a. I didn't think it was that it was going to be that violent or dark. <laughs> oh yeah, I had like a Saturday morning cartoon, so it's like yeah, yeah I always yeah, that could it be? I've kind of looked back at it as kind of one of those like crazy '80s movies that like got its own cartoon and stuff. And I watched it, I was like, holy shit, this is pretty dark. Um, so that was fun. And then uh, I also watched because the new uh, Candyman movie's coming out. I watched mm. I watched the original Candyman the other night. Um, and that movie is, as my kids would say, if I had any kids, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that movie's very woke for being this, oh, 90, yeah. you know, early nineties movie. It's very, very prescient, but, uh, yeah. Can you imagine what Jordan Peele's going to do with it? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Start a little. It'll, okay. It'll probably be, uh, I, I mean, I didn't, find, <laughs> I didn't find this one necessarily scary. It is kind of one of those like dreamy type of movies. Like, uh, yeah. 
you know, a Friday or a, no, not Friday the 13th. That's of course Jason Voorhees. But um, yeah, like a Nightmare on Elm Street kind of dreamy type of structure. But I think I think the new one could be pretty scary if they, you know, knowing what he's done with his yeah. last couple of films. So, but yeah, that was a that was an interesting one to watch. Um, what else do I got here? I also watched uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, yes. watched, watched a lot of weird stuff this week. Yeah, it's not so weird on, on this podcast. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to talk to someone about this. But yeah. <laughs> Another weird one. I'm sure it's been brought up here before, but that's uh, well, that's 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 weird. It was good though. It was, it was it's a fun film to watch with those cotton candy cocoons. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Nice. We actually uh, we did a Killer Clowns Netflix party a few weeks back, and somehow one of the, like the special effects supervisors got into our Netflix party. And oh, wow. <laughs> we we probably ruined our reputation because yeah, uh, we, we were asking him we we're we we're making uh, clown cum jokes and uh, sure why not yeah and I, I think he was totally weirded out but um <laughs> we had fun so that's all that matters right cool because he gave us a lot of insider info on a lot of things it was neat right yeah. and then we replied with really immature dumb shit <laughs> <Very immature>. <laughs> <laughs> about that yeah get it but he was it was totally cool about it. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He added me on Facebook later, so he doesn't completely hate me. Yeah. He, <laughs> loves, yeah. he loves the double C talk. That's clown cum. <laughs> well, and this would be the K because they spell yes. it. Oh, God. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be killer clown cum from outer space. Yeah. Okay. See. Yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, you, you could do all of them with a K. Joey, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you tell us what that one would be? <laughs> okay. And uh, guys, I think I got to go outside for a moment. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Candyman. Uh, okay, Landon, what have you watched recently? All right, guys, hold on to your freaking butts. Remember that? Um, <laughs> I watched... Uh, <laughs> From what? <laughs> Jurassic World. Yes. Uh... <laughs> hold hold the dark you guys seen this uh yeah. it's uh uh on netflix uh jeffrey wright plays a sort of uh i don't know a guy that loves nature and he's an he's an author and he's he's summoned to alaska to track down a wolf pack that that supposedly killed a, a child and boy oh boy does he find out that that is not exactly what happened and uh interesting it uh, it becomes something of a, in my mind anyway. It, it it plays it plays on a lot of tropes of of horror films, but it's not necessarily a a horror picture per se. But um, it kind of becomes like a almost like a Michael Myers situation where um, a guy with a mask kind of uh, goes around killing people in 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 different ways. Uh, and it was really good. And uh, it's the director uh, that did Green Room, uh, which it was not nearly as visceral and intense as Green Room. Uh, but uh, not much is right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's hard to beat, man. Yeah, but uh, it was still it, it was pretty good. It's it's it it has stuck with me thinking about some of the uh, the more layered, uh, nuanced um, 
themes that it was working with. But uh, other than that, I haven't really watched much horror. I kind of go in modes where I, uh, I'm I'm super into horror for for a while, and then I'm into right now I'm into these sort of detective stories. And I thought that this was going to be a detective story, but it was not. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, that's all I got. No, I've been. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen that. And uh, Jerry, Jeremy Saldner is one of my favorite directors, and for some reason, I haven't got to that one. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's super good. I've definitely got to check that one out. I guess that leaves you, Andy. What have you watched on uh, Laserdisc or VHS? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to get format shamed. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see words. here. Um. But I was wondering if I could ask Jason, um, uh, can can you tell me what the name of that movie that Angela was in from, you know, from Who's the Boss? <laughs> that's like, that's my Tony Danza. That's the celebrity <laughs> one for today. Right. Um, yes. Love that. Um, let's see. I watched, um, I actually, since I've seen the creature from the Black Lagoon, I ended up like getting, uh, the, like the whole trilogy and then i ended up watching uh the creature walks among us and the, the revenge of the creature which oddly enough um in uh revenge of the creature clint eastwood is actually in this damn movie yeah and he yeah. plays you know he's got like a rat in his pocket for some damn reason i, I don't know <laughs> but um <laughs> The thing that blew me away about this movie, and as me, my wife and I were watching it, this the the female the female lead, she's got like this German Shepherd, and the dam's dog. The I swear to God, the dog's name is like Chris. Dog's <laughs> name's Chris. Um. Oh. Okay. Um. You know, I could understand Rex, or you know, uh, you know. Or Christ. Tad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Kringle. Um, but yeah, I also watched um, two, two versions of uh, Helter Skelter, actually. Of course I watched, <laughs> I watched um, the one on DVD, which was like apparently the one that was made for television. And then I watched the one on key video, which is on VHS, kiss my ass. You know, before you say, <laughs> but, but here's the but here's the difference. The one on VHS that uh, Key Video put out is actually Looks better. Like shit, right? Okay. No, but it looked it well. It yeah, the the quality wasn't better, but the oh. but the dialogue was better because like in one where you know Charlie is saying it's not nice to snitch, Shorty, you know, and like the television version, he says horse manure. You know, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, then on the key video one, he says, "Go fuck yourself, Charlie." And I'm just like, okay, this is you know starting to get you know, to get a little bit better. So this is why you know I collect. I also watched um, because I purchased it because I like thing on on multiple formats. I actually watched uh, Popcorn Yay. again Woo! on laser. I, I watched it on Laserdisc actually. So of course I you did. Popcorn on Laserdisc. I rewatched. Um, uh vfw on 4k this time and i still fucking love that movie 4k huh yep jumping all over the place i know Mm -hmm. um i watched uh uh sea fever which uh i enjoyed that uh it's basically kind of like book version uh it was actually the pop-up book 
Um, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, this was on Blu-ray. God, you guys are dicks. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just jealous because I don't have a laser disc player. So. Well, I couldn't watch it on. It was it was only because I couldn't watch it on CED um, <laughs> or eight millimeter. Uh, yeah. But I en- I enjoyed Sea Fever. It reminded me uh, a little. You know, it's basically Cabin Fever on water, or uh, it comes at night. But I enjoyed this film a lot better than the ones I just mentioned because they're in the middle of the goddamn ocean. They, they're the stakes are much much higher. Um. Oh, dang, what else did I watch? Um, yeah, uh, Guns Akimbo, I'm going to watch again because I, I got the Blu-ray to that. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- those two films and, you know, uh, I went against my better judgment and and took Ted's advice and I'm, you know, kind of glad I did. And uh, yeah, those two films are, are really, really good. And, and, and Sea Fever was good, too. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend uh, out of all of those, uh, I'd recommend VFW, uh, at the top of the list and then probably guns akimbo second and then, uh, sea fever third. And I mean, you don't have to watch any of the damn creature movies, but you should probably then, watch uh, helter skelter on VHS. Uh, well, yeah, now, yeah. Helter Skelter on VHS because the, uh, the DVD version is like the, the watered down kitty version. It's still good, but, uh, yeah, I just discovered that like, I'm just like, Whoa, this is like totally different, but yeah, the Steve rails back version is the one you got to watch. Don't watch like the, uh, the remake they did in like 2004, which, you know, it's basically the same film, but Steve rails back as Charles Manson is definitely like a lot creepier. Oh, and, uh, sorry. I, me and the wife also, uh, watched, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood as well. And that movie is awesome. Yeah. Some, a little, a little tiny Charles Manson there. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Not size wise, but like you don't get much in the movie. Not like a, a mini version. (laughs) <laughs> well, Charlie was just like a mini person in general, dude. I mean, he was just a he was just a very prolific mind fucker. He was just a very tiny man. Yes, he was if, like you, if you want to get sort of a funny uh, look at Charles Manson, I guess if you could say funny look, but um, there's this really shitty made-for-TV Beach Boys movie that's really hard to find. But if you really want it, I have it in HD, and it was like the Beach Boys, an American Family, or something. And they have uh, a section where Dennis, their drummer, Dennis Wilson, and uh, he had Charlie lived at his house for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene in that movie. And the movie is so corny and poorly acted and just really weird. And uh, it's almost so bad it's good. But there's that, that when it comes to that scene, it just gets really serious and really creepy. And the guy they got to play Charlie is very spot on. And there's a scene where... Like Dennis is walking up to his own house and he looks through the window and Charlie has all the girls in his living room and he looks out the window and sees Dennis through the window and just stares him down with his Charles Manson eyes. And it's so, so weird and creepy, but uh, the rest of the movie sort of sucks. But that, that one scene is awesome. (laughs) That always works. I mean, yeah, he was like a, he was very much a, uh, he was like a, he was like a hippie Napoleon. You know, that's the best way I, that I can put it, you know, but only his warfare was like all mental. 
and you know, yeah. combined with LSD, that usually helps. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, someone asked me what I watched. Ted, what have you been watching? Oh man, I finally caught up and uh, pulled the uh, trigger, I guess you'd say, and watched uh, Haunting of Hill House because I watched Yay. the first episode oh, when the series cool. when the series dropped. I watched the first episode. And I just never got back into it because I'm not big on series. They take up a lot of time. I can watch 10 movies in the time I can watch a series. But um, I've been telling myself I'm going to get to this one because I know somebody in the second season. And I really, I, I know they don't connect. I don't, as far as I know, they don't connect. But um, I figured I better get this first season watched before the second one drops. And uh, then I'm forced to binge. So I watched all that, loved it. Once I started watching it, it you know, rolled out real quick and I finished it over the weekend. Also finished uh, Netflix new series, Hollywood, which has Samara weaving and uh, all kinds of great actors. It's uh, done by the same people who did American horror story, but it's a short uh, limited series about it's sort of um, fantasy version of a Hollywood story, not really horror in any way, but it's, it's fantastic. And I recommend it. Um, I didn't. I, I didn't watch a lot of horror. I've been, you know, watching Joe Bob, and I watched uh, Haunting of Hill House. But I also watched a horror comedy called Extraordinary with Will Forte. I don't know if anyone's seen this yet. Mm-mm. No. Uh, oh no, I've seen the poster and trailer, but it's pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, Will Forte plays like a washed-up uh, '70s musician that had a one hit, like one big hit. And so he's trying to become famous again. He'll do anything. So he ends up uh, set, like basically making a pact with Satan. So he has to uh, sacrifice a virgin. And it happens to go after the daughter. It's it's a thing. He goes after this young virgin. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's hilarious. As you can imagine, Will Forte being uh, him in general as the lead is, is very good. Uh, I won't spoil anything else for it. But it's it's I highly recommend that. Check what was that out. called? Extraordinary. Okay. Oh man, Will Forte is, in my opinion, one of the funniest dudes on the planet. Oh yeah, and I, I thought he was is sort of weird because this is a little indie horror comedy that did that I think was straight to uh, you know VOD, and uh, he doesn't really have as he's not really the lead. He's not really a big uh, character in the movie. It's it's mostly this couple. This girl, her dad was a paranormal investigator and he died when she was a little girl. And um, so she's trying to live up to his standards and she's doing that as a job now. And this um, single dad, his daughter becomes possessed. He doesn't know why, calls her. You know, of course, they end up falling in love. But the the story is that his daughter's actually being um, summoned by Will Forte's character who's trying to get her sacrificed for his sake of his own music career uh so it's pretty funny um yeah and then i watched a bunch of uh i watched showgirls again because that was on at 3 a.m on stars and uh when you you wake up and uh, elizabeth berkeley's naked on your tv you don't turn it off right um watch the lovebirds a new netflix comedy that with uh camille oh, nantiani yeah. does pretty good too. yeah yeah it's pretty funny I think Andy probably watched it too because I saw Danielle post about it. Yeah, I watched it with her. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Yeah, I watched the new Happy Madison movie with Lauren Lapkus, uh, The Wrong Missy. It was pretty dumb, just as you think, but uh, <laughs> it passed the time. And then um, I guess the only other horror-adjacent thing I watched was on Shudder. 
was the new sort of series. They, I'm not sure why they broke this movie up into three episodes. There was really no reason they should have just played it as a movie, but it's being called like a space rock opera by Carpenter Brute, the band Carpenter Brute is called Blood Machines. Okay. And it's sort of a mixture of, I would say, like Blade Runner and Metropolis, but it's obviously not up to those standards quality-wise, but it's just a big special effects music video that's about an hour long, and it's awesome. If you like electronic music and Carpenter Brute and synthesizers, uh, they did the whole score. It's basically a sequel to their music video they did a couple years ago that was really popular and sort of got them... Uh, broke them out so this is supposed to be the sequel to that there's really not a whole lot of story to it but it's visually awesome and the music's great and it goes viral quick because it's like three 20 minute episodes so check it out on shutter use the promo code aotkp that's all i got awesome yeah so speaking of shutter that is our our sponsor of our show shutter it's the netflix of horror and you can get a month like tad said get a month of it for free on us by using our promo code aotkp that's right aotkp will get you the first month of shutter for free so do it and now okay guess what guys we're gonna play some insane games That's right. It's time for Insane's Games. And this game that we're going to play this time, uh, you guys, is Horror Filmography. What we're going to do is we're going to go in a particular order of my choosing, and you have to name a horror movie that this particular actor is in. You're going to have three seconds to answer. You cannot, if, if you repeat a previous answer or you say a wrong answer, or if you uh, pause too long thinking of your answer, you are eliminated. So the last man standing will be the winner. Oh my gosh. That's right. So the actor for this game of horror filmography this may take a while <laughs> robert england okay so so we'll probably go really rapid here for at least what you know six seven movies something like that <laughs> all right okay so we're gonna start with we're gonna start with joey robert england okay here we go i i kind of screwed this up before a nightmare on elm street all right, good. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Landon, you're next. Oh, boy. Let me narrow it down. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you stole mine. <laughs> All right, Tad, you're up. Um, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Look at him not going okay. for the obvious. Okay, Andy. Hatchet. Ooh, very good. Hatchet. Jason? Dream Warriors. It's Elm Street 3. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Very good. Joey? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the Dream Kid or whatever. I mean, it's the fourth <laughs> one. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I'll let you have it. It's Dream Master, but that's okay. okay. Uh, um, Landon? Uh, number five, Sweet Dreams are Made of These. <laughs> 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 that one's the dream child. Anyway, Tad, the Mangler. I love it. 
Okay, Andy. Zombie strippers. Oh, good one. Good one. Uh, Jason. Uh, let's go with Freddy's Dead. Sweet. Little Freddy's Dead. So that's technically Nightmare 6. six. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to you, Joey. Uh, this is a 2001 Maniacs, if you've seen that. Oh, Love that's that what movie. I was going to yeah. go for. Okay, Landon. Uh, 2002 Maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that our is... First elimination. So our first elimination. God! <laughs> okay, Tad. Freddy versus Jason. All right, cool. Andy. Wishmaster. Yes, mm-hmm. very good. Wishmaster. Jason. Uh, we're going with a new nightmare. Very cool. New nightmare. Have we gotten through all the all the nightmare movies yet? <laughs> I think we have. Yeah. <laughs> Joey. Um, Freddy's even newer and shinier nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one is in development, so okay. you are well, that doesn't count, so you're out. Uh, okay. All right. So yeah. now we're back to Tad. Uh wasn't he in Jack Brooks Monster Slayer? Yes. Oh. Cool. Uh Andy. Uh let's see. Uh does do pilots in TV series count? Uh just movies. Uh just I'm movies. Uh to- Toby Hooper's Night Terrors. Uh, We're checking the judges. Judges I mean, checking. Yep, it's it counts. Yes. Okay, Jason. Phantom of the Opera. Yes. <laughs> The very <laughs> 80s version of Phantom of the Opera. Love it. Okay, back to Tad. Uh, Urban Legend. Damn it, that was going to be. Yes. You suck. <laughs> uh. Okay, Andy. Oh, man. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, this is the dirty rat bastard son of a bitch. <laughs> Andy is Andy is out. Jason. Fucking Oh god. (laughs) Don't start the clock. Damn it. (laughs) Movies with Robert England. Robert England. He's probably one of your favorite horror actors, right? I mean you have a picture of yourself with Was V a movie? That's what I was gonna say. That's a TV show. Yeah, TV. Buck balls. And you're out. Damn it. So Tad's the winner. He always wins. Good job, it's Tad. Good, because I was, I was, out. I was like, out too. I have no fucking idea. I was going to say <laughs> Freddy's on. Nightmares, but that doesn't. That's was he in, show, wasn't he in that D. Snyder movie? Strangeland. Very good. Yes, yeah, that one would have counted. That's right. Dang it. Strange land. Um, he was also pre, he was in some decent horror films pre Freddy, uh, eaten alive where, um, Quentin Tarantino stole the line. My name is Buck. And I'd like, and I like the fuck Robert England was the first to say that. Uh, he was also in dead and buried, um, galaxy of terror. Um, one of my favorites in his filmography because, uh, it almost shouldn't count, but I guess it does. He is technically in Chud 2, Bud the Chud. 
Yeah, during a big wide montage scene of kids trick or treating, he's walking down the street with his dog, and that's it. But it's Robert England. Um, there was the movie Python. Um, no one saw that one. Oh, I remember that one. Oh, uh, those are yeah, and those are there's a crap ton more, but those are probably, in my opinion. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Oh, I imagine um, John Stalter is at home screaming right now. Uh, Funhouse Massacre. God damn it. I knew there was one fucking somewhat new. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I'm so mad. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a fun game. Yeah, real fun. (laughs) (laughs) And Tad, you win absolutely nothing. I'm looking forward to the new and shinier Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Yeah. (laughs) I've got an iPad, bitch. (laughs) Is that an upgrade from his power glove? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Don't forget the power glove. (laughs) 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 So. Without any further ado, I think we've stalled long enough. It is time to do the commentary track, but first, let's take a listen to the trailer for Evil Dead 2. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. Did they say Eric Estrada? Four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cozy cabin, Something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. Something so evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now, from the creator of Evil Dead, comes Evil Dead 2. Dawn. Evil Dead 2, ladies and gentlemen, commentary track coming up. I just real quick listening to that trailer, there's a there's a moment where like, you know, whatever that is, the deadites, the oh, camp, the point of Yeah, there's right. it sounds like you know uh Angus, Angus. Grimm saying boy from Phantasm. Okay, so folks at home, if you're gonna watch or if you're gonna listen to this along with the movie. As we, you should. As you should. We have it queued up on just the uh, like a second, like half a second black screen right before the Rosebud logo pops up. So I'll give everybody a chance at home to queue up their movie. They can pause it while they do that. Oh, okay. Well, great. So then let's get going. I'm going to count down from five. So five, four, Three. I should say I'm going to count down from five and then say play, <laughs> and then God. that is your cue to hit play. So, so on play, play, we're going to press on, play. On play, press play. Okay. After you say play or at, at, when you say play? When I say play, 
<laughs> you hit play. Fuck. You start so, back at five. So we're gonna start at five again. Okay. And what about five, kid? Four. Oh, kid and play. I get it. Yes. Um, <laughs> what have they been up to? I'm only kidding. Anyway, so, <laughs> so five. I'm only playing. Four. <laughs> Uh, here, here we go. Seriously, <laughs> it's five, four, three, two, one. Play. Rosebud, yellow. Are we gonna find out that the flower was <laughs> tied to the psyche of this guy the whole time? Yes, Rosebud. It's dead. It's like the vape. Uh, it's some lotion. It's a gang vape. <laughs> uh, uh. Mine's in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a filter. Fruit punch. No, not fooling anybody. Inked in fruit punch. <laughs> Bound in, well, oh, yeah, <laughs> cushy stuff. Some of those guys were pretty thick. Hell yeah. Do you see that freaking ass on that? <laughs> humana, 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 humana. These demons are horny. <laughs> Evil dead, I, I. <laughs> Joey, yeah. you right. reptile. You're your pirate, Joey. Come on. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> ashes all over the goddamn road. <laughs> this was the first Evil Dead that I saw. That I is a helmet movie. of hair on that lady. <laughs> it's the eighties. Uh, I saw them in order. I saw one, then two, then obviously on me of darkness. Is that how they go? <laughs> no. <laughs> he had, because he's mad. He's still mad. They didn't, um, number army of darkness as part three. Kind of. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I never Ash understood when he went back to the cabin. Right. Well, he wanted yeah, to play that piano. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> That's a whole debate on whether this actually takes place after the second one, or are we recapping the first one? What are we doing here? I always heard it as an unsequel. Yeah, yeah. kind of like remaking the first movie and then continuing on. And the reason being is because they didn't have the rights to the first film to show scenes as for a recap of the first movie, so they just fucking refilmed it. All I know is he got an upgrade on his lady. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a space ball style helmet of hair. It <laughs> <laughs> does sort of look like a uh, dark helmet. <laughs> yeah. We're about to see his Schwartz. Uh, <laughs> I think I this have- movie began filming on my actual birthday. The day I was born, they started filming this. Aww. Oh. I knew it. That bookshelf <laughs> is fucking history. That thing is going to be toast. Yeah, if we learned anything from the first movie, bookshelves yeah. don't survive. Yeah. As Chekhov said, if you have a bookshelf, <laughs> a floating bookshelf on the wall, <laughs> by the third act, it should be smashed. 
<laughs> and so your girlfriend's getting. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. His girlfriend's getting naked, and he wants to listen to a reel to reel. I thought of all people here, you could appreciate that. Well, he's listening and, to a podcast. Oh, that's. Uh, and he just now noticed that reel to reel was there the whole time. <laughs> anyway, um, is there anybody know who played the Linda in Army of Darkness? Robert England. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the game's over. We lost. Yes. <laughs> Bridget Fonda. Yeah. Huh? Oh. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would have kept making more movies and then always doing a recap of the first movie with a different <laughs> Linda each time. <laughs> Who would you cast then on the next one? Um, Robert England. Yep. That's <laughs> Of course. Jesus Christ. Vincent Price. <laughs> there you go. Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> oh, man. You think that book would smell pretty bad? Yeah. <laughs> My flesh book smells fine. Mine smells like Car Noir. I don't know. Is that, is that next to your flesh light? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the instruction manual. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Your flesh book. Oh, gotta have your, your flesh book. You just go I'll with your flesh book. This one evolved as well. <laughs> Isn't this how Andy, Andy listens to our podcast? Real to real? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Actually, uh, I, uh, I had it converted into hieroglyphics, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why are the woods always in fire in these movies? <laughs> We're hot boxing. <laughs> Where'd you put the dry ice? Oh my god, it's everywhere. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's in this tree. Oh, well, no. Not there. Like this tree. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. So he's never seen her with makeup off before. Strike. (laughs) Working in the kitchen. I was going to say, there's an unusual amount of coal in this forest. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's on fire. That explains it. <laughs> exactly. They're in Centralia, Pennsylvania. Or, you know, the whole town. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? <laughs> I never I never knew of that town before until Brandy told me about it. It's kind of cool, really? me, Yeah, it's insane. I learned about it maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah pretty much the same. Yeah. Well, probably less than a month ago. Sorry, me. I can't hear you over my ATV. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I like how one door it opened, one door it pushed down, and one door it went through. The Deadites hate doors. I was going to say they got it got progressively more in a hurry as through each door. When Deadites close one door, they open another. (laughs) Psalm one (laughs) fifteen. The deepest damn puddle I've ever seen. It's almost a lake and fire. Chocolate milk. Mm. It's gone bad. <laughs> it's, 
He's How does got he have so powerful, much air? I was going to say, he's got some damn powerful nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> I still think this makeup is so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm hungover. Goddamn. Sun out of my fucking eyes. <laughs> I'd comment on the contacts, but you fuckers were making fun of me on the Netflix uh, party that we did of the first Evil Dead when I talked about the contacts. Well, I'm going to make fun of you regardless, so you might as well say it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. No, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that there like, are but points in my life that I have been that hungover. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm yelling at the sky. No, just a clear uh, progression <laughs> of Bruce Campbell just getting loose and, you know, just embracing, just being a, becoming a better actor you can just see it from the first one to this one such an amazing and awesome leap i'm so glad that he had this to learn to let loose in you know yeah well same as sam raimi that's true sam sam too shows it they learned a lot about what not to do in the first movie i can't wait for bubba hotep (laughs) he's looking into his future right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) My future. You know what year it is, Landon? <laughs> I was obviously putting come. on a Bruce Campbell sort of inflection. I don't want to hear it. Watch the movie. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows this or not, but uh, Joey and Landon are also filmmakers and damn good ones. Hey, I just was going to ask. <laughs> like I was they, like you insulted them. I know. You- hey. <laughs> well, f- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to ask if you guys use the camera strapped to a two by four move yet. See, this is where it gets confusing with me because it looks like they pushed him like a mile into the forest and then he fell. And now he's like right back where he's, he's like right in front of the cabin. That's these fucking woods, dude. Yeah. And I don't know why they spray painted the side of his face, but, yeah. or is that his, his hair color is uh, running. And he had time to go to the he had a time to go to the spa. Apparently, he's had a mud bath. He's you know his yeah. skin so looks great. Con- continuity isn't the best in this movie. Okay. Okay. Now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> mirror, mirror on the cabin. <laughs> the cabin was giving him undress me eyes. Yeah. <laughs> mirror, mirror in the. Ca- <laughs> yes. Look, yes. <laughs> Oh, when that car is still yeah. on. Yeah. Sam's mom's Delta 88, I believe. I was reading how, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out if he's incorporated it into every movie. And there's parts like in, uh, in like the Oz movie where he literally took it apart and put like the pieces in the movie just to make, <laughs> just to say he could say he wow. had it in the movie. That's awesome. Because, yeah, I think, well... Is, does it show up in Quick and the Dead? I mean, like a piece of it show up in Quick and it the is, Dead? They, they use the chassis in a wagon. Oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. Awesome. They, they had to like pay someone a shit ton of money to take it all apart, disassemble it, and uh, they used it like the body for a wagon. That's that so, awesome. So, what a waste of uh, resources, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. 
it kind of shocks me that Andy hasn't owned a Delta 88 at some point. I used to have a 72 Chevy Impala, so that's probably about the closest thing. <laughs> Which, it was a four-door hardtop, similar to this. And it had, like, a vinyl, vinyl top, so it wasn't banana yellow. It was, like, a forest green. It was, kind of, it was pretty cool, actually. And, and Linda had, was giving him a hard top. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it had an AM radio, which I had installed into my 2007 Grand Prix because I, I just like old things so much, guys. Is there a laser disc player in there? <laughs> um, actually, no, but I listened to vinyl in in my okay. car. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> it went straight from day to night. Yeah, it did. <laughs> or it's just near the cabin. Proximity effect. Yeah, like Lock these doors. Yeah. I thought that one was already broke. I know. Yeah, like Ash hates furniture. The just as much as the deadites just absolutely cannot stand doors. Do not close the door. So, That's the I most think, elaborate cabin. Yeah. All right. I think it's in this scene somewhere. I'm you can see to, the ceiling. Yeah, where you could see the open ceiling. Yeah. I love how it gets confused here. Like uh, he, he tricked <laughs> evil, uh, and it's like, well, uh, I'm out of here. I like how the the uh, noise sounded disappointed too. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> try again tomorrow okay we get it it left (laughs) (laughs) he hid in the open ceiling and that's where he is yeah he's up in the rafters What a snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> Huntley air. I like how they tie the uh, sweater around her neck and give her like a scarf to make sure we know that she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> she's sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. But every, every guy that did that in the eighties, you automatically knew he was a dick when he tied his sweater around him, <laughs> you know, his neck, you know, it's, it's like, Yep, that guy's a dick. <laughs> nice pickup line. You haven't aged in 3,000 years. <laughs> I do like Will Forte Which, in this role, though. I was almost in his face. He's got McGruber yeah, members McGruber, only jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it. If you look closely, there's a little piece of celery sticking up. From <laughs> Did anybody notice like the like the 1950s DC cab taxi that was behind them? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but I lose it. Aspect <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, as filmmakers, we do like to stretch our film. As yeah, we film. do not ever. <laughs> That's just Literally. how Ash is. Ash sees yeah. things. <laughs> it might be. He needs glasses. Yeah. 
I love how Ash has just kind of got like the earnest P. Worrell, you know, wardrobe, like through every single one of these movies. <laughs> always the same generic. Well, I, mean, I guess it takes, you know, blue shirt, linear Ash. blue shirt, brown, brown pants. Slacks. Dad boots. He holds on to that shirt too, the, the whole franchise, because it wasn't like by the end of Army Darkness, it's like three oh, strips even, of cloth. Even Ash yeah. vs. Evil Dead, he's wearing the same outfit. True. Most of it. I mean, not when he's, you know, being playing more of Bruce than he is Ash, but yeah. It's become a uniform. Or... He's a cartoon. He's SpongeBob. He opens his closet and it's all blue shirts, brown pants. <laughs> and he goes, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Joey, do your five minutes of SpongeBob. Does he have his, does he have his crab? Does yes. does that mean Ash has like a crab, crabby patty, yes. you know, yes. uniform? <laughs> Got a spatula. Okay, so he was not actually playing the piano at the beginning. This was a player piano the whole time. He was tricking. Hadja. He was getting his Liberace on. <laughs> so he deserves all this, is what you're saying, for lying to his yeah. girlfriend about the piano. Exactly. I love like, you know, the I'm sorry, but I have to rag on like the blood marks on his face. They literally look like they just put dried ketchup on the side of his, you know. That's Heinz. I think it's Hunts, but we can <laughs> we can we can debate that all night, dude. <laughs> Extra wise, I don't know. Who is it? Okay. I worked all night on that cross. <laughs> okay, and now <laughs> we've got a hard top again. <laughs> oh, Linda, it's your birthday. <laughs> Put your head on. <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. So, <laughs> when you bury Bonnie and Cole, does it make it decompose faster? Like, yeah, everybody knows that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it set the clothes on fire and, you know. <laughs> yes. A lot of breast That's meat on that I bird. <laughs> and the head decomposed at a vastly slower rate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ah, Hi, Santa. <laughs> One more song. One more song. <laughs> Just a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> okay. Uh, bang your head. <laughs> Straight from the Three Stooges. Oh, most <laughs> definitely. Gross. This was like the movie in, in high school. In in high school, I'd always like show this to people like when they would come over for movie night it's like let's watch evil dead 2 i haven't seen the first one i'm like that's okay <laughs> totally agree mm. it's been it's been one of my top five films forever since i first saw it hello never nah. Could you imagine filming that scene? That woman has to would had to have put her head between Bruce Campbell's <laughs> legs for hours at a time while they're getting lucky that girl. Yeah. I can imagine. 
Bubba Hotel. <laughs> Why isn't he sticking her head in the fucking fire? I'd be sad. That's where I would have put it. I'm like, I... yeah. <laughs> Ass, you clumsy bastard. This is my favorite <laughs> mustard cheese. <laughs> 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 What's significant about that shot? Come on, come on. Nobody? Am I the only one in this? Come on. It's legendary. It's the claw oh, there? Yeah, the Freddy Krueger glove above the Oh uh, right, yes. The door. And who plays Freddy Krueger? Uh-huh. Vincent Robert <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello there, boys and girls. Don't go to bed. What do you think? Was that 30 weight or 40 weight? (laughs) (laughs) They used like black blood and green blood and stuff a lot in order to uh, get it, get everything past the MPAA. I was going to say, I'm not really seeing a chain on that saw. Stop crying about it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I just noticed. I haven't noticed it until now. Someone needs to let them know before they get in theaters. Highest resolution you've seen this in, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I never noticed that was a chainsaw when I watched it on Laserdisc. Some great dramatic acting. Yeah. Yeah, that chainsaw is pretty good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, they got blood on the glove. My skull. <laughs> is that her saying that? <laughs> that was that was actually Jeff Spicoli, but you know. <laughs> you know what that is? That's my skull. <laughs> I'm so wasted. <laughs> that's what that's what Ash is. I'm so fucked up. I'm wasted. <laughs> All this caro syrup. <laughs> <laughs> my blood sugar's through the fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dark cabin. Uh. <laughs> oh, there's the kitchen. Uh. Think I'll make a sandwich. Oh, big ass candle here uh, next to the shotgun. Sir, this is an open house. You can't just pick stuff up. <laughs> <and talk. laughs> <laughs> 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 is that chair flirting with him? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it sounds like me recording a podcast. It does. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah. Can't do it. Stopping he it. I love that chair. Yeah. <laughs> I've loved this chair. <laughs> but I'll cut my girlfriend's head in half, but I ain't yeah. shooting this chair. <laughs> Don't make me fucking do it. I think you craftsmanship. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. No problem. You win, chair. Amish built very sturdy. Oh. Amish I am built lightheaded. Very sturdy. As, he's still fucked up. He's really lightheaded as balls. <laughs> Here comes the blood. Here comes the Uh-huh. Oh, it wasn't ready. <laughs> Is that electrical tape for his eyebrows? That's yeah. what, exactly what I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows an evil man by his giant yeah. eyebrows. <laughs> Normal eyebrows. Must be Why I oughta... <laughs> Uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got me. Oh no! Oh no! Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Beginning of the end. He's got Corona. Trim your nails. Same. <laughs> that green shit on his shirt deleted scene that's a little bit of continuity issue (laughs) man I have this fight with my hand every night oh (laughs) (laughs) is that when you're trying to do the sleeper (laughs) yeah or the stranger sorry it's the stranger (laughs) I'd want to, if I had nails like that, I'd want to keep it away from anything, you know, that was sensitive to. Strangely, Joey also has a green substance all over his shirt. (laughs) (laughs) What are you eating? He he heard certain fruits make it taste better. I don't know. (laughs) It's just ectoplasm. I go this, cross-eyed like Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> this, this like great value version of Roddy Piper is my least favorite character in the franchise. <laughs> We're important. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Let me turn on my lights here. Are y'all a flock of seagulls? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, well, shit! I didn't notice that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my favorite character from the first film. Yes, Spittoon Lady. Yes, 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 yes. Looking <laughs> on skull. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the Canadian tuxedo on, I see. 
there is a pathway between your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, smooth. Hundred buck. (laughs) You're... <laughs> Raise your hand if you hear. Everybody hey, show your Clark. everybody show your teeth or lack thereof. <laughs> See, it was like it was like this scene where he fights with his hand that just cemented Bruce Campbell to me mm-hmm. of being an awesome physical actor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Great slapstick shit. Right when I saw this, I said, get me this guy for burn notice. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you get to see the flip. The, the... Check this out. The f- I like the flip. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Dishes don't last long with ash either, you know. <laughs> Those saltines are probably spoiled by now, too, by the way. Oh! Just kidding. I mean, even oh, just the, the hand acting, you know, I think, I think <laughs> it's really impressive. He should have played yeah. the thing in the Adam Family's movies. <laughs> <laughs> You think there's someone off camera shoving his the rest of his body up I with him? I hope so. <laughs> Just he has I mean, really strong that's, fingers. That's the other Ramy, the other Ramy brother with his hands on his body. <laughs> <laughs> and how Bruce is screaming in his head because he's going over all this broken glass yeah, all over the yeah, floor. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> fuck! Ouch. That looks good. <laughs> I'll really hand it to you. Oh, oh. oh man, the scene's so good. Oh man, come on, come on. I got 50 bucks on the hand. Come on. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's what I call a hand job. There we go. Hey. I don't think I could uh, start a chainsaw with both of my working hands. <laughs> I can't <laughs> <roll a> line <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Close encounters. Oh, this means something. <laughs> Redneck Watergate. Scully. Um. The thin man. Thin man. I don't know that show. Cigarette guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, golly, Bob, howdy. Like, I can do physical comedy, too. Yeah. <laughs> I can slip a disc. No problem. <laughs> this is my favorite joke of the whole movie. So Farewell to arms. Get it. Uh. Ba-dum-ching. And he <laughs> patched his wound with duct tape and drapes. 
Gotta love it. Tad can barely work duct tape with two hands. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't think I've ever drawn my drapes in my house, actually. <laughs> More of a painter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew That's it. a Mike joke. Come on. Sculptor. You're better, you're better Sorry, than that. Mike. <laughs> Take that one again. All right. <laughs> Point to where it is, Bruce. <laughs> come on, come on. What furniture's left to destroy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, don't worry about putting another hole in the wall. <laughs> Has anyone actually seen, seen a mouse hole like on the ground like that from every Tom and Jerry cartoon ever? <laughs> I was thinking no. the same thing. No, never. I was gonna say, and if one of and if they're that goddamn big, I would. I, there's no way I'd be setting foot in that house. I, mean, no. I think I'd be more scared of the mice in that house than the deadites. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you could saddle one of them bastards compared to the size of the hole in the wall. Mm. Ash versus the evil hand <laughs> versus the ear hair. <laughs> I love that scene. Like just the simple little things like his ear perking up is so funny. Exactly. Expert marksman. <laughs> uh oh. Oh oh no. That doesn't seem right. He hit a paint can. Yeah. <laughs> crazy they got away with the red hmm. yeah, you open up that it's my favorite part of childhood house. opening up those blood valves and just <laughs> playing around in the street and all the blood <laughs> opened up the house's artery apparently <laughs> here comes my favorite part of the movie Oh, yeah. Not necessarily <clears throat> this instant right here, but what <laughs> follows it. Uh. <laughs> Father? It'd be big. <laughs> Pixar gone dark. <laughs> Did Billy Big Mouth Bass owe <laughs> Sam Raimi some money for this? <laughs> the only furniture in the house that's left is, you know, available to laugh. <laughs> that lamp is the father of the Pixar lamp, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this little up and down is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. I love Evil Dead the musical because one of the things, if it's done right, one of the things that they do is like the scene where all the inanimate objects come to life. And I think that's just some great um, set direction there yeah. for a stage show. That's how I answer the door, actually. <laughs> Somebody knocks, I just open fire. You're not even joking either. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, go away. I'm laughing at my 
<laughs> inanimate objects. <laughs> when someone tries to actually call me on my phone, I just shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking text me. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't anymore. You shot your phone. <laughs> Landshark. Oh, good. It was a Jehovah. They're fucking dead. <laughs> oh, teacher. My name's Lenny. Mice, <laughs> <laughs> man. Have you accepted the Lord Thanks. Jesus Christ? Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for explaining your references. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> the commentary to the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> Down at the five yard line. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I know. How do you lose a fight on top? Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to the Foley guy. I mean, awesome. Oh, he's going to tickle him. He's going to tickle him. Oh, no. Damn it. Take his wallet. <laughs> Take this goddamn flannel off. I'm mean in business now. Now we're both in denim. <laughs> Did he hurt your denim, honey? <laughs> that should have been the name of this. Evil denim. <laughs> <laughs> Evil denim, too. <laughs> Scarf. Oh, my God. That saw is bleeding. <laughs> you hurt my saw. What did you do to my Husqvarna, you son of a bitch? He is so sweaty the entire goddamn movie. <laughs> you think this was played by Joe Spinell? They know nothing about him, but let's throw his corpse into the basement. <laughs> well, there's fruit in there. Oh, oh. Ouch. Ouch. God. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. By now, this poor man, well, I mean, he's already amputated his hand, but he'd be fucking paralyzed by now. <laughs> Bruce Campbell shouldn't be able to stand at this point. Yeah. She'd be fucking like- dead. <laughs> 14 flights of stairs to get to the bottom of that. Wow. <laughs> he hit every single one of them on the way down. Then somehow landed on his face. <laughs> Why do country folk have to fetch things, you know? I mean, I'm going to fetch a sheriff. I'm going to fetch a pail of water. Man, she lost her sweater. Uh, she'll freeze to death. How do we know she's smart if she doesn't have the sweater? Well, she's got the <laughs> the Fred from Scooby Doo neckerchief yeah. still going on. I mean, that that's got to count for Clearly something. Still the leader. Yeah. Listen to this, gang. <laughs> Zoinks! Product placement. This Kandarian curse is brought to you by Panasonic. 
Hmm. Ed opened up his shirt. What? <laughs> Ed's open to a lot of things. She took off her sweat shirt. Yeah. More than sure. He's yeah. like the redneck took off his flannel. My girlfriend took <laughs> off her sweater. I should take off my shirt. Uh, I'm loose too. <laughs> the other guy took off his hand. <laughs> At least I can do. That's a good scream. Ted, Ted, Ted. Ted, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> roll. Zella. Or Ted. <laughs> I heard an interview somewhere at some point. I mean, they've only talked about this movie like forever, but <laughs> so I don't remember where, but like at the end of shooting and Ted would take that outfit off. He would like take, like say one of the leg appliances and dump it upside down and it would just pour out liquid sweat. Yeah. So gross. My hands are too sweaty. (laughs) 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 Yanks him up by his head. (laughs) Is that a chimp? Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to clean that boot. The Iron Claw. This is when I knew I loved horror movies. This is the one scene coming up that I knew they were for me. The fight with Henrietta. When the door closes. Oh, and the eyeball the flies eyeball. Away. Yeah, this is. I just it solidified everything a horror for me. This movie. I was all in at that point. They always leave the uh, door open like just enough so that someone can re- like lift it up and creep you out. <laughs> right? You could technically close it a lot tighter. Yeah, than you that. could tighten that but, shit up. But I'm I I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this guy's war stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't his. <laughs> I, I think they would kind of pale in comparison as to what the fuck he's going through right now. I I think they're actually his girlfriends. (laughs) His hair is bleeding. (laughs) Right. I think that ear piercing went a little wrong, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it had to be a grueling shoot. Oh, man. Months and covered in blood. (laughs) Ooh, hell yeah. Oh, the neckerchief is on his head now. (laughs) You got the loafers up? Yeah. Got that Rambo bandana thing going on? A Long Island iced tea sitting there. Oh, man. <laughs> Grandma singing from the cellar. I remember the good old days. <laughs> I didn't like it then either. 
I was, I was never born a this age. Remember that song that everybody always sang all the time forever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh. Oh, I remember that very specific <laughs> thing about a day. It was <laughs> snowing. Ah. Somebody stop me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. It is the it's the villain. It's, it's the, the villain from the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Just one kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Life. <laughs> He's like the most nicely dressed uh deadite ever. Yes. Yeah. Very, very debonair. <laughs> Feathered hair. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> to show you to eat my woman's hair. Out of all things they could smash and all the things they have smashed, they chose to break a light bulb there. Change the lighting in the room, none. They wanted it more intimate. They wanted to lower the light. Oh, fuck. There's the green. Yeah. Green. <laughs> yes. Yes. Science. Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, I don't know. They got slime. <laughs> you can't do that on television. <laughs> I remember being in high school and there's a fango. I would cut up. I regret it, but I've cut up all my fangorias and there was a still image of evil on the floor. That's not in the movie. That's just shows his fucking head wound wide open. And is it from, is it with uh, evil dead two on the cover? It might be. Cause I have that one signed by Bruce Campbell. Nice. Oh, wow. I thought I was, I was like so proud bringing it to a signing. I'm like, have you seen this? He's like, only like 500 times. Here you go, kid. <laughs> Here you go, kid. <laughs> I don't know things. Tick. No talk. Gnarly. <laughs> You hear that? That's yeah. the Vince Vaughn version of Psycho playing in there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome if this was like a Say by the Bell moment and Ash is like, time out. <laughs> nope. She's got some sweet cowboy boots. Turquoise tips there. <laughs> oh, there's a horseback riding. Ooh. 
<laughs> Did they just put in like a sound effects CD right there? Just like, okay, hit play and then, you know. <laughs> just edit to the sounds, whatever's going on. Just show some wood or something. <laughs> Have a train and a helicopter going by too, you know. <laughs> The last door. There's that bookshelf all fucked up somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were looking for something to read. They got bored. Yeah, we see. (laughs) 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 To the bathroom? Uh, Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This was all filmed in like uh, a gymnasium in like a high school, like in North Carolina or something like that. Like the setup was. I have no idea. Cabin. I know they use at least they use that as like home base or something, where all they they got all the effects and stuff made. Uh, I thought it was like it was like during the summer. I'd have been and, both. Yeah. yeah. It, I think it was during the summer and they could use the gymnasium, you know, cause it was, it was big and, you know, big enough, you know, and yeah. for like for these interior shots and they just built the cabin in there. And then. Why would you go in there? I mean, what is your motivation? <laughs> <laughs> what possible outcome would be like, I'm not dying out here right now, the second. So I'm going to stay here as I don't die. I left my swatch watch in here. I need to go get it. Well, he does need to have something to make his left hand stand out to take the focus off the right one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have hands, do you wear a watch? You wear a watch, then you have hands. Uh, uh, Well, unless you're Flavor Flav, you know. Oh, Yeah. That's not Which a I am. <laughs> <laughs> Boy! <laughs> uh, it's an aftershock, you know. Get a lot of earthquakes in Michigan. <laughs> it's Captain King Crimson. Howdy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No it's shit. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Oh. Check out oh, my man. band, Mayhem. We're playing <laughs> in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Burzum album. <laughs> Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> That's not I your hand. Holding your hand. That's not your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my hand. <laughs> Smooth. 
Oh, mm. that's not the lantern. That's the bong. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Joe. Was that supp- is Bobby Joe supposed to be his girl? Yep. Not his Bobby- like granddaughter or his <laughs> sister. Convince. It needs convincing. Well, it could still be his sister. Right. The sad thing is he's Andrew like fifteen. <laughs> Just a rough fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, these war stories. Something <laughs> happened over there. Oh. <laughs> Dark spirits, whatever. I've been to Nam. <laughs> the actor is Dan Hicks, and he's done a lot with uh, Sam Raimi and the other related guys. If you know the film Intruder, Intruder. he played uh, he played the bad guy in that, and he also shows up in uh, My Name Is Bruce, the uh, really funny Bruce Campbell that <laughs> movie. Look like the Mortal Kombat 2 tree. A more subtle Don't tree. mess my boots. Don't mess my boots. <laughs> the trees love denim. Yeah, they do. Nom, 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 nom. Oh. The high fiber diet. After this, she's going to be poison ivy. Ah. <laughs> That's the origin. That's right. Uh, this reminds me of uh, the bike, the bike scene in uh, what is Street it? Five? Yeah, Elm Street Five, Five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where like all the wires are going up in his arms and Dream shit. Kid. You know. <laughs> that thing had hinges. Why didn't you just open it? <laughs> <laughs> Or use your nubby to swipe away the fucking yeah. glass with your good hand. Shit, even when he's not getting his ass kicked into the furniture, he's still breaking it. He's just like, fuck this thing. Boom. Same reason why the dead eye bust through the door instead of opening it like the first door. Bob <laughs> <I'm> Joe. <laughs> I was going to sneeze. <laughs> it's a picture. Professor. <laughs> what does that mean? P. <laughs> that like, oh, yes, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Is that like jazzercise? <laughs> I can do that for you if you'd like. One and two and. <laughs> Ooh, oh, in oh. the flesh. Yeah, you have my attention. Yeah. <laughs> hubba hubba. <laughs> that an anus? Oh, somebody's colonoscopy pictures. <laughs> Zodiac cipher underneath it. It's the Zodiac speaking. Mm-hmm. I know where the pointy mean end is. <laughs> I got this pointed in the right direction. All the noisy parts come out this end. I'm going to fetch me a toothbrush while I'm at it. 
I'm smarter than I look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me those oh. napkins. Oh. <laughs> I'm sweaty as hell. <laughs> Done fucked up. There was a fireplace right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I see all sc- he's still squatting. Like, move. I gotta take a dump. <laughs> this gun's heavy. The sun is inside that cabin. <laughs> That's why he's sweating, man. It's hot as a bastard. We gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> They're burning alive. <laughs> Oh, that'd be a good idea. You got, so nice. You got green shit coming at your shirt. I'm hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest Lollapalooza I've ever been to. <laughs> yep. I swear that's the sound of the movie, not me sitting in my chair. Uh, <laughs> That's the sound of Ash just walking because that's what his bones would be doing right now. (laughs) Crunch. Hey. How's it going? (laughs) Trail mix. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Red Rover, Red Rover. Okay, get out of the way. <laughs> this guy is screaming for a BJ. <laughs> ah, ah. Code words. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, oh, oh no! Get away, me bitch! <laughs> is he worse than Franklin from Texas Chainsaw? <laughs> Sally. Sally! I, no, Franklin says it way more. <laughs> this guy doesn't have a scene where he's, he's sitting in a room by himself going. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the type, though. Give him time. Coming up. They're not Bobby Cho. It's Gorilla Press. And Lon darted him into Lunch. the fucking Yeah, <laughs> instant death. Remember having a spine? <laughs> for our annual bingo night. <laughs> <laughs> I want you for the dead eye. Did he say cut? <laughs> <laughs> Did he just say that was my trailer? I think he just said Annie was his favorite musical. Annie! (laughs) How should I hold this knife? (laughs) And the blade that does actually nothing in any of the movies. Looks cool. Does look That should be on the mantle. Why is Ash the only one that gets to come back from being a deadite? Because he's the chosen one. Oh, right. Okay. That explains it. 
It was prophecy side. And one easy for you. Preface? It's in the preface of this movie. Right. Oh, they actually built a bathroom this time and didn't have, like, you know, yellow, you know, sheets of paper stapled. Right. It was a tarp in the first one. A tarp, yeah. Oh my god, a doorknob. Stab the doorknob. Show it who's boss. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> Put that cookie down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fucked up. Take that. Bob it. Joe. <laughs> oh, did you feel the rubber rub against the oh. door there? Gross blood. <laughs> You're saying no. How do you think he fails? <laughs> You're messing up my hair. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> Bruce can't see anything is why. Exactly yeah, exactly. I turned too slow. That poor guy. <laughs> mm. I just had these shine. Fuck this door. I'm a dead eye. Fuck <laughs> these doors. Have you yeah. heard the good word? <laughs> <laughs> I must be over. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for coming to Evil Dead 2. Um, <laughs> so keep grabbing it. Good. That's really good. <laughs> Get me in the other room. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh. Oh. It only went through about nine inches. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> you can't drag me for shit. <laughs> Come on, train. How are you ever going to win that bobsled race? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm delusional. <laughs> <laughs> you just lay here and I'm going to hit you in the head with an axe it'll be all be over soon okay <laughs> she ripped her best khaki shorts oh man uh, you hate to see it happen right he wasn't fine over there by the door <laughs> let's move him over by the cellar lunch mm. I love how nothing can get out of there, but he can fit in. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> really good point. is going to clean his teeth. <laughs> Have you seen Bobby See? Joe? His guns are bleeding a bit. Oh, yeah. A little plaque problem. <laughs> um, so much blood. Have you been flossing? <laughs> All right, gargle, and oh, you can spit. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, the floor is soaked in Rockstar Fruit Punch. 
He likes lifting and throwing as a deadite Ash does. Which is uh, odd because he only has one hand. Yeah. And a hairball or something. Uh, <laughs> you look pretty good in them shorts there, girly. <laughs> that pastel tub. This is what we call reverse necrophilia. <laughs> I've been dead a long time, darling. Oh, I can see my dick now. <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. Oh yeah, it's called a magnifying glass. Oh, sterling oh, yeah, silver. Sterling silver, my only weakness. I don't have the receipt to return this. <laughs> I love this piece so much. It's so beautiful. My precious. Oh, man. Antiques Roadshow is like stressful this week. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you something. (laughs) Oh. You know how much this axe is worth? Put it down! (laughs) Stop it! Shot? Okay. I said... (laughs) Giving her the people's eyebrow. I'm alright. Smell what the ash is cooking? You're all right. No, you're Ash. (laughs) (laughs) Me, Ash. You, Jane. (laughs) Guess we're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) We better get the fuck out of here. I think they're talking about their production assistants. Oh. (laughs) We need those pages. (laughs) I've already wiped my ass with these napkins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some Raimi style. Here it comes. Here's the yeah, fucking it's, it's, rat it's that those holes in the wall. <laughs> Nothing sounds yeah. like any of this. That classic sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw. So why did he have to put the blade back in the chainsaw? It was already there. Whoa! Wait for it. Had to get one that could cut a fucking shotgun. Yeah. Perfectly oh. symmetrical too. Yet, gravy. Nope, he's wrong. Greasy. Oh. <laughs> Gray skull. God oh, damn it! Shit. Goofy. Go- Gutenberg. God fuck. Sam's training. Cut, cut. Take number eighty-seven. <laughs> God, uh, are we getting to the root of the problem? Oh, oh God. <laughs> Maybe just unchain the door. What the fuck is with this guy? He's got he's to be so destructive. If your hand was a chainsaw, you would be fuck doing yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> you need those pickles opened? <laughs> <laughs> no more opening doors. <laughs> 
This hot dog bun isn't sliced. No problem. Let me hold your baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Baby. (laughs) Oh, we got one right here. That was easy. First page selected. It's just a chapter list. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And there's our claw. There's another glow. This is a takeout menu, damn it. (laughs) See, now why didn't he just saw the door open? Doing it to piss me off. Old habit. Yep. I'm surrounded by gourds. (laughs) Christ, (laughs) it's dangerous. I almost said it was a gorgeous shot. Oh, that a badoon ching. Oh, he gets a badoon ching. (laughs) (laughs) And when I say root of the problem, I go, ah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And he's he's doing good. I forgot I forgot he got, you know, most of them. How far did he throw those pages down there? (laughs) Had a good swing. We had a basement sort of like this at an old house we rented. Someone's in my dark room. <laughs> I'm developing photos. Close oh, up my pictures. Oh. Huh? Yeah, there's just enough empty frame and they go the other way. Well, take his dog tags. You know, you're going to... Scully. You're going to need... (laughs) (laughs) But they never addressed the problem from the first one, that a cabin has a basement. (laughs) Yeah. They stuck (laughs) with plumbing. All this plumbing. (laughs) In the middle of the woods. Yeah, they're going to be definitely off the grid. Turns out they have like neighbors like five yards away. We just never noticed. <laughs> what a, what a gorgeous shot! No, no. you don't get it a second chance. Okay, <laughs> See ya. Nice catch. <laughs> all right, all, all of paper. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to school and translate these where I should have done it. <laughs> oh, Henrietta! Oh, oh. fuck. Donk. That was a sped up shot. I love I that love- style. Like he does that. Yeah. So perfectly. Gasaratos, jalapenos, rancheros. <laughs> How many times are they going to break these steps? Right. <laughs> he keeps fixing them. They keep breaking them. I wonder Henrietta's oh. pissed. Really can't get out of the basement. Did anybody actually see any fruit in that cellar? Like nothing canned? The gourds. <laughs> Are gourds a fruit? It's gone bad. Oh, we don't yeah, need you to can, see the crotch. Y- yeah, I was say you can see the, the uh, <laughs> suit red, just coming red. apart. Yeah, yeah, the tear. <laughs> Come on, Ash. It's your, Look at that bicep. 
<laughs> like so funny. Yep. I say this is kind of like the uh, the start of the shit talking ash that we the, that we start to see and know and mm-hmm. grow to love. I think you know, right where he says, "Kind of mm-hmm. let's go and right <laughs> grow some balls." Yeah, you know, it's something real, right? She's doing funny. like the Hulk Hogan hulking up, you know. You three, three movies, and we're at the you know the third act here, and he just now starts yeah. to become like. You know, the icon we know. Icon we know. Yeah, exactly. Like towards the end of the second movie out of three (laughs) films. And he's synonymous for that. Scream monkey. At bottom girls make the world go round. Because <laughs> that's how gravity works. <laughs> this is my favorite sound effect of the movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> so dumb. No, it's awesome. It's dumb. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that's kind of oh, pretty. It's a multivitamin. Flintstones. It's one of those pyrotechnic <laughs> pyrotechnic vitamins. <laughs> my hand is stuck to my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do that ever since she started singing that song. <laughs> Thank you. It's okay. <laughs> Let me rub this green shit all over your face. It's been on my shirt this <laughs> whole time. What do you say we get out of here? Oh, 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 oh. I do love that miniature. Work there. It's good looking miniature work, yeah. Take that over the stop motion. Sorry. Stop motion's not terrible. Just right. I'll just I'll I'm gonna say it. Sam has never really been good at the composite shot stuff. Uh, That's really apparent in Army of Darkness. Yeah. I assume it's <clears throat> half of its budget, though, you know. Oh, sure. He's just doing what he can. And, uh, I mean, I'll still take it over oh, yeah. bad CGI, you know. Uh-huh. Don't worry, those trees' bark is worse than their bite. No. You made them all leave, Mike. <laughs> They're all gone. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Turned his ass into the Green Lantern. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Mr. Fantastic. But... Reed Richards, Hal Jordan, you know, whatever. Same thing. Oh. That's not how That's you say gotta it. Gotta hurt. That's oh. not the correct pronunciation, lady. God. Gonna leave a mark. Yeah, just jump into the hand, Ash. Way to go. <laughs> this tree's my ticket out of here. How do you feel about them giving a, getting to see what the evil is? Will the circle be unbroken? <laughs> nom, nom, nom. I mean, it's a it's a cool looking monster, but yeah, they probably should have never done it because yeah. you know your mind your mind's eye makes things way cooler than what you can actually what they can actually <laughs> evil remember. hungry. I don't mind the head part. Well, the hands are kind of silly. Oh, you don't, like the, you don't like the uh, tree hands? It's okay. I don't. I just don't like the skewing of the <sighs> film stuff. But I know they're trying to hide what they can. Is I assume why, but I mean a lot of similarities, a few similarities, because that looks like the the Freddy penis head from like you know Nightmare Three, a little bit, <laughs> little reminiscent of it, you know. Thought we were watching the end of Monster Squad there for a second. <laughs> Bogus. Bogus. Give me the Necronomicon, you bitch. <laughs> Crossover, yes. They should splice these two endings together. That could be a fun little fan edit. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, this but that table so <laughs> heavy. Scratch. Mm. Oh, because because everything holds together so well in this cabin. <laughs> that one little frail piece of wood's gonna hold you. <laughs> as long as Evil the Delta gets- went with him, we're good. Yeah, Evil gets hungry, guys. He went to a disco. Oh. Yeah, I'm tripping balls right now. He must be going at light speed. (laughs) (laughs) When this warp hits 88 miles per hour. (laughs) Serious shit. Marty. (laughs) Great Scott. I also love how there's a sidewalk there in Media Little (laughs) (laughs) When they invented it. Come on. He's doing ash face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Figuratively and literally. He's so funny. Okay. I knew it was coming. What? Which ending you prefer? Damn it. I knew it was coming. (sighs) Is that Friar Tuck? So the ending of so the ending of Army Darkness has two different endings. Which ending does everybody prefer? 
I know the theatrical ending better, so I probably prefer that. The uh, smart. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he, but where he goes. Yeah, yeah. I when he wakes up in uh, like the post-apocalyptic wasteland, that's like the other ending, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two downer. I gotta admit that that poses like a really cool question, though. I think. I I like the post-apocalyptic. I can't say it, but he likes it. The end of the world ending better, because um, one, it's a nice cliffhanger ending like this, like this one did. That's Sam, and that's that Sam. Like yeah, that's Sam, Sam right there. It looked um, like, like, but I also like it too because I feel like that's something Ash would have done. Oh, <laughs> he would have oh, fucked yeah. up enough to end up in the far distant future. Where everybody's dead. And then that's kind of how they ended Ash versus Evil Dead. He ended up in yeah, the, that's kind of kind of went with the weirdest yeah. ending possible for that too, right? Yeah, which was so good, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, gosh, great. Oh show. my gosh, what a great, 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 great show! Wow, just a just a great series overall. But you know, the movies, series, just the comics. I mean, they're even fun too. So, oh yeah. Yeah, I I wish they would have done the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash movie because the comic to that is like, good is perfect. Yeah. It like does an amazing job of using all these little details from all three franchises to make all three of three of them work together in one story. Yeah, and then like the Monica Kina uh, character uh, from Freddy versus Jason, she gets killed like instantly. <laughs> like right away yeah yeah well and then you know and obviously you know the obvious things like the fact that necronomicon is in jason's mother's house in um uh, go to hell. hell so they yeah. use that as like the plot point of the whole comic where they have to go and get to necronomicon from the Voorhees house well yeah and then you've got like you know just using the easter eggs from uh, from this from this movie alone, you've got like the claw hanging in the cellar, you know, yep. stuff like that. Yeah. And That's of course, true, yeah, of course, you know, that was just like a tit for tat between Craven and Raimi. But I mean, you could still use that, you know, just for the mythos. Yeah, and as much as I love all three franchises and they're all their own separate mythologies, I kind of like the idea of. I think it's the best explanation possible for me as far as like how does jason keep coming back as this like undead killing machine and the fact that he is a he is he is reincarnated through the necronomicon he's like a uh he's basically a deadite yeah and same thing with freddy and that's where he's getting his powers from too is because of the necronomicon yeah so that's easily too what woven together yeah. So that's Evil yeah. Dead 2, everybody. Yes, thank you for uh, whoever recommended this. This was fun. Stefan. Yep, it was Stefan. His Patreon pick. Yeah. So Robert Tappert, I didn't know this till not too long ago as well. Do you guys know he, he's married to Lucy Lawless? Yes. That makes sense. In the history of 
them too and the the, the history of, of that whole clan. product yeah, yeah exactly with with all those shows were produced by like Xena, Hercules, um Jack of Spades, all those shows were produced by you know you know the Tappert Sam Raimi production company all shot in New Zealand which is also where Ash versus Evil Dead was shot hmm. oh, I know I that uh wasn't Tappert also in, involved in producing the uh, Spartacus series as well? Oh, I, I'm not familiar with the Spartacus series, so it might oh, be. well, yeah. Well, basically, it, it's pretty good. I mean, if you just like watching people who like to just stab each other and fuck, I mean, and in no, no, no <laughs> that was no the particular order. Yeah, yes, yes, Spartacus stabbing and fucking. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and in no particular order. It's actually a really good show, but yeah. Awesome. So that was Evil Dead 2, but we still have a little bit more show to go, guys. Um we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, and when we come, you're gonna hear a little bit about the Prescribed Films Podcast Network again. So make sure to check it out at the pfpn.com. When we come back, we'll be doing some shout-outs. So we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And we are back. I I got a question for you guys. You know, we we've referenced it a few times during the movie about the whole Freddy Krueger glove thing. I feel like everybody probably knows that story by now, but should I still tell that story for those who maybe don't that's listening? If you do make it fast. Okay. All right. So anyway, so <laughs> so when Sam Raimi made the first Evil Dead movie, uh, when they go in the basement, there is a ripped half ripped poster of the hills have eyes and it was sam raimi's statement of saying so okay wait no no it backs up a little bit further i'm sorry i'm already fucking it up so it starts with the hills have eyes there's a scene in the hills have eyes inside the camper there is a jaws poster and when the um when the mutant family invades the the camper and everything goes to hell um the poster gets ripped in half and sam raimi took that as 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 saying well you think jaws was scary that's nothing compared to hills have eyes so when Sam Raimi made Evil Dead, he put the ripped um, Hills Have Eyes poster in the basement and saying that, well, if you think Hills Have Eyes was scary, it has nothing on Evil Dead. And so that became like an inside joke between Wes and Sam for a while because when Wes Craven made A Nightmare on Elm Street, he, uh, the, the scene with Johnny Depp laying in bed, oh, I think it was that scene. Anyway, um, on the TV, Evil Dead is playing. Sam uh, Wes Craven saying, well, think evil dead scary that's nothing compared to nightmare on elm street so then when he made evil dead 2 that's why the freddy Krueger glove um is in the cabin and i remember um 
reading some old issues of Fangorian magazine back in the day. And there was this whole fun little article, this little thing going on in the, amongst the Fangoria fans at the time it was like, who stole Freddie's glove? This whole controversy of who oh. stole Freddie's glove. And then it became this whole thing of like, it ended up in evil dead too. Um, I was always bummed that it ended there. I was kind of hoping that it would continue yeah. after that, but it never really did. Uh, but that's the story. So anyway, that's that. I just I didn't want anybody out there to be like, "What's the what? What are you talking about?" So I just want to make sure everybody was on the same page. Anyway, uh, it's uh, shout outs time. So here we go. So some shout outs. It's time for shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Okay, we're going to start over on Instagram. Um, you can follow us at attack of the killer podcast um we got we asked the question of all the versions of the evil dead series and sequels what's your favorite moment or scene from them and uh joe from late night psychorama yes awesome show on the pfpn he says in in one cheryl's reveal while calling out the cards still ices my blood a little despite having seen it a bazillion times yeah it's good scene that's a great scene I'm on our Facebook page. Pete Cardinal Cox uh, posts the link to Elvis Dead Stage Show. Film with Elvis songs. What? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. It looks Evil Deadish, but with Elvis. Elvis Dead. Huh. Have to check into that. Sorry yeah. about that, Pete. Um, in our uh, Facebook group edition, the group we have over there, uh, we got. Brian J. Godsell, attacker Brian says, Army of Darkness, the good Ash versus bad Ash scene. <laughs> so you're good Ash, and I'm evil Ash. <laughs> and then we got a uh, goody little two shoes. <laughs> our, our newest attacker, uh, attacker Andrew Moeller, he says, Ash's fight with the Necronomicon and Army of Darkness and the tongue splitting scene in the 2013 evil dead always makes me cringe. Oh yeah. Right, that's fucking There's a lot of really awesome cringy gore in that remake. I liked the, the Me too. I'm dying to watch remake. it again. Yeah. I I liked it. I don't know if it's true or not, but there was a uh I read an article online not too long ago, so you know, there's the problem right there, right? <laughs> um that you can read. <laughs> that um Set, that talked about how like there was a there was a an idea going around basically what i was hoping and thought it was gonna go like after the remake came out that they were planning a movie where ash meets up with the survivor girl from the from the remake so mm-hmm. and i was like yeah I, that, when i saw the remake especially with that little tease right there at the end with ash saying groovy at the end of the credits i was like oh they could easily go in this direction but never happened Awesome. Now uh, we got our pal Brian Clark. He says, Ash fighting his own hand in Evil Dead 2, one of the greatest pieces of physical comedy in film history, often imitated but never topped. I think Bruce Campbell's smug, schlubby charisma is what most people focus on and often forget how astonishingly talented he is. So much more than one-liners coming from a chiseled jaw. Then we got, good. Po- you're absolutely right, Brian. Um, we got Nick Leadham. He says, uh, the fight with his hand in two is hard to top. Agreed. Otherwise, the scene where he snaps and starts laughing uh, with the cabin and shoots Bobby Joe and yells, I made a mistake, as they drag him off. 
Uh, Runner-up would be his trapped in a cadaver butt in the series. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. I can't believe that made it on TV. That was season two, right? I think oh so. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yes, Not the butt. Not the butt. <laughs> <laughs> then we got uh, Peter Parker. He's our attacker. Uh, he says, uh, there are just too many great moments, so I have to go full insane Mike mode on this one. <laughs> What's that mean? So here are my top 10 favorite moments <laughs> or scenes throughout the Evil Dead franchise. You guys say in a minute. Number 10, guy in background tries to open the second door of the plane, but fails throughout the scene. Evil Dead 2. Um, from the remake, uh, number nine, Olivia, who is scared to death when the evil forces take control of her body, pees herself. From Evil Dead 2, number eight, Ash is so scared he screams without a sound. From the original, number seven, pen to the ankle. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. That's rough. Oh, yeah. From part two, number six, Ash lops his hand off with a chainsaw. From part two and Army of Darkness, number five, Ash assembles his battle gear montage, ending with him saying groovy. Classic. From the remake, number four, box cutter through tongue. From part two, number three, Ash battling his possessed hand while still attached and after it's lopped off. From the original, number two, Cheryl predicting the cards, turns around and reveals her dead-eye face. And number one, my all-time favorite moment or scene from the Evil Dead franchise, Ash jumps to connect to his chainsaw midair, lands and goes into battle pose from Army of Darkness. And he's not done. Ash quotes, you bastard, why are you torturing me like that? Why? Um, Natalie loses her arm that was barely attached to her body anymore in the remake Ash battling multiple dolls in the store from the pilot at everything happening to Eric needle in the eye multiple nails and split by crowbar etc and so I think I think no I think it was maybe longer than a yeah, minute I'm sure it was it's not as easy as it looks is it that's right what were we gonna say I could have done that in a minute maybe I will do it maybe I'll, gonna, do, I'll what, do Peter Parker's list in a future say? episode what are you gonna say is that it Yep, oh, okay. Uh, we got up next. We got Tim Lennerer. He's, uh, he's on a podcast on the network too. He's cool. Yep. Tim's awesome. Yep. Um, in addition to all the great stuff, other people already mentioned the pit fight in army of darkness, all the crazy camera work you could hope for Ash demonstrating why he's the one to turn to when deadite insanity breaks out tactical groin punching and the fantastic shot of Ash's stump fitting into the chainsaw, which is, the signal from the filmmakers that the good part is about to start now. Then we got Trevor Mickelhenny says the entirety of Evil Dead 2. That's good. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Can't argue. I also love the scene where in Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 2, Episode 2, when the cadavers in the morgue come to life and Ash gets pulled headfirst up one of the corpse's ass. <laughs> Not the butt. And then Tim Lennerer comes back in, Fiasco Brothers. He says, in the pilot episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead, there's one of those POV shots going through the parking lot, and it goes under a parked SUV. Nice to see Sam Raimi still thinking of new pyrotechnics for his camera crew to carry out. Agreed. And we had nothing on Twitter. And as of this point, there are no voicemails. But remember, you can always call in, uh, leave a voicemail, at 415-952-6857 or 415-95-AOTKP. Uh, leave us your comments. We'll play it on the show. Thank you so much. And that's shout-outs. 
All right. Thanks, Jason, for some shout outs. That was awesome. You're welcome. And that concludes this episode of Attack of the Killer podcast. I want to thank our very special oh. guests from the Lunch Break <laughs> oh, podcast, oh, Landon man. and yes. yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank you so yes. much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This was awesome. Yeah. Dudes. Yeah. Thank you. You need to be on all of our commentary episodes, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, hey, let's we're make not it a regular anything. thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's new for your show? What's coming up? Oh, uh, what do we got? Well, we're recording an episode tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, uh, wow. Sorry about that. We don't really like to plan any. No, that's yeah. that's what we like. Uh-huh. As you might have heard from our like one or two a.m. Avengers. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we 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 do a couple of movies. If people that listen to this like their horror movies, we've done a few review episodes, like for us or for it chapter two or. Oh. We've done a few Halloween episodes, so those are ones you can go back and check out and then hear whatever um, bullshit we come up with next. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we thrive in the, the wee hours of, of day. So, um, And yes, we're rounding out the month of the song that Joey yes. mentioned earlier, uh, <laughs> where we, are, we have challenged each other to write a comedy song every week, and uh, it, it has oh, awesome. been something. Yes, <laughs> not a lie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome well thanks again guys for being on thank you and thank, thank you. yeah you bet and thanks to everybody out there listening and again thanks to the uh patreon supporters the attackers and until next time we'll talk to you again soon here on attack of the killer podcast podcast oh no could this be the end of <laughs> attack of the killer Oh my gosh, that was a good episode. Am I right, guys? I know. I know what you're thinking. That's pretty good. You want to help support the show? You're like, how can I become an official attacker? How can I be part of this special community? Well, it's easy. You just go to jointheattackers.com, sign up, and boom, with your boomstick, you are part of the greatest horror community in the world. Jointheattackers.com and become an attacker today.